the sold-out All-State Arena in Chicago. Electric, to say the least. Well, this was a few days ago now. <laughs> I'm sure as most of you know in the wrestling community, CM Punk, this was the return to WWE. For those who never thought it would ever, ever happen. We're back, by the way. This is the Malapert Smart Podcast. I got Vlad here, the wrestling expert, the mainstay on this show. We also got Rubber Toe back. Robert. Thank you for being here. Robert took the paid leave of absence. We granted him permission to take some time away from the show because he had some personal stuff going on. Wait what? a second. What? He, he gets paid? <laughs> but I will say this. Finally, the Rob has come back. Oh, the Rob. <laughs> we welcome you back with open arms. Thank you. Yes, thank you. and we didn't actually make any money while you were gone. But if we did, you would have been cut in on it for sure. So just so you know, know. I want you to know that. <laughs> but okay, so you haven't been with us for a few weeks. CM Punk is back in WWE. Last week, we did a Survivor Series kind of a half-hearted preview. We weren't really excited for it. We were talking about whether or not we were excited for it. It was kind of like, eh, not really. We didn't really expect Punk to come back. So we didn't even mention it. It wasn't even in the predictions. Like, we'll We'll see him punk show up because I thought for sure, no way. I hadn't heard anything. It didn't seem fathomable. Let's hear your reactions. I'll start with Robert. Right when it happened, the day it happened, the moment it happened, let us know where you were when you found out about it or did you see it live? I was watching it live. I actually did think it was a possibility that he might show up. And even more so when I looked at the time when the main event ended, it looked like it was it was like 7.45, like so 15 minutes <laughs> earlier than when I expected the event to end. So when the main event ended at that time, I was like, why is it so early? Are they actually leaving time open for CM Punk to return, right? Uh, that, that's what I was thinking. And then, then I saw at the end of every WWE event, whether it's a premium live event or like a Raw or SmackDown, you know, at the very last minute, they show like a graphic on the bottom right corner. It's like a copyright image, right? So you know, yeah. you, you know the show is ending. So. It came up, right? So I was thinking, oh, wait, that the graphic is coming up. So I guess that means it's supposed to end, but it's still, it's 15 minutes early. So I was still a little skeptical. Then I heard the entrance music and I was like, what? <laughs> yep. It actually happened. Quite wow. a pop. Everyone yeah. shat themselves at the, uh, mean, at I, the stadium in Chicago. Like, I haven't, I haven't heard of pop like that since i want to say when when edge showed up at royal rumble a couple of years ago that that was like pretty crazy too it was like comparable to that i would say but yeah that was insane i was surprised and i was happy at the same time i'm like i'm actually looking forward to what's coming next that's true it opens up a lot of possibilities now mm -hmm. vlad what about you just talk about that night before we talk about raw because i'll play a little <laughs> bit of what he said on raw yeah. Sure, sure. As far as, as we said, I didn't think it was going to happen. We texted about it. Should we even mention it on the show? I think we both came to the conclusion that it's probably unlikely. So why even talk about it? Even though we mentioned it. Not on the show, but just privately. 
But as far as, okay, so I didn't watch it live. I watched the replay of it on Peacock. I got slightly spoiled by Kahan. I'll, I'll give that away. He, he didn't yeah. tell me, but he was in one of his happy uh, banter moods. Uh, I'll say that. So he was <laughs> kind of like, he was too giddy. He made clear that something crazy happened. And I knew he couldn't have been I, within the I told him, so, I told him, because right when the that graphic that you said Robert hit, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, man, that's it. That sucked. That show sucked. And I had, <laughs> I had it on on my phone. I was at the bar watching, like, the Laker game, but I was keeping my eye on the show. I'm like, that's it. The baby faces won the women's war games. The baby faces won the yeah. men war games. And then yeah. that's the end of the show. I'm like, man, how lame. And I texted Vlad. That, that was, was a horrible show. And then five seconds later, I texted him, holy crap. And that was it. I guess I blew it. But uh, yeah. because I'm like, what else could have honestly been? So, so yeah, you um, basically knew. I think what else? But I didn't tell you after that, and you tried to have a good attitude about it and still watch. I tried it. to have a good attitude. I tried to have a good attitude about it because. And there was at that point, I should have just told you because nothing really happened. Yeah. He just came and smiled to the crowd. So whatever. Okay, he's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was it was a pretty fantastic moment i mean in the sense of the the crowd reaction the sheer emotion of the crowd he's so over in chicago he's literally one of them so it, it was a great moment as far as the pop the reaction of like the online social media and what have you and i mean i popped i popped even though i knew it was coming i was like oh wow this is still a great moment you know and they did it really perfectly like like everyone mentioned they had the whole captions thing like they were going off the air Everybody was confused because not so much they were confused, but there was a thought that like it could happen, right? So there was a little bit of disappointment, but when that music played, it was pretty great. It was a pretty great moment. They did, they did that whole thing perfectly, I, I would say. Overall, it was a great, great moment. A great I wrestling just, moment. I just hope it works out because how many times are we going to see oh, the introduction of Punk coming back? Three times yeah. in AEW because he was injured twice. His debut, his return, his return, and then now a WWE return. And it's just like, dude, okay, I think it's going to work out because he's just got nowhere else to go. All right, you know what? Before we comment any more on Punk and whether it's going to work out <laughs> WWE this time, let's play some of his promo from Raw, WWE Raw, when he came back. I guess he was the last thing he was advertised the whole day that he was going to speak at the very end. found their voice and I couldn't be more proud of you and I heard you and that's why I'm back because I love you guys I love you guys I love you guys and I've missed you guys and I've missed all this and I wish I could say I never had to leave but once upon a time a wise man told me for me to get everything I need out of this place I'd have to leave and come back hate to say the wise man was right but that's why I'm back to get everything I need out of this place I'm back for you because you are home Saturday night was an amazing moment Monday night is an amazing moment try to have the words to explain to you how it feels but in front of and behind the camera it's been nothing but love 
It's been nothing but hugs. It feels like a family reunion. Everybody back there is happy to see me, and it's all smiles. A few people kiss me on the mouth. It's welcome back, welcome home. We've missed you. We're happy to see you. By the way, how's AJ? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, AJ is fabulous, and she sends her regards. Everybody has welcomed me back with open arms. Well, almost everybody. <clears throat> Some people are afraid. They're afraid of the truth. They're afraid of what they don't understand, but I understand. Everything I've ever wanted has always been here. The competition here, week in and week out, competes to be the best in the world, but the best in the world has not been here for almost 10 years. I understand being afraid. They're afraid that I just set the bar to an unattainable level. They're afraid that the brass ring is in my back pocket and they can't grab it. They're afraid that the most dangerous and controversial feared man in this industry just walked through the front door and there's nothing that they can do about it. Some people are afraid that tomorrow morning when they wake up, they're going to have to come to terms with the fact that their best efforts at being the best in the world, in this ring, on this microphone, even a commentary, isn't just false, but it's a lie. Because the best in the world is back, and the best in the world is standing in the middle of the ring, live and in living color in Nashville, Tennessee, on a Monday night, and his name is... Okay, so... Anyways... That's not exactly how CM Punk sounds, Robert, just so you know, but I, I tweaked the audio a little bit just so it doesn't really get caught by the by the copyrights but, yeah he, he sounds a little dorky and, there i i, I, I know how but... cm punk sounds it's it's cool i get it yes but yeah. okay so he's totally back it seems like a baby face it's on board now he's gonna play ball uh, before i get my comments about punk's return to wwe and his departure from AEW and the whole thing as a whole let's start with vlad give your whole thoughts about the whole thing if you want to about the return and what this means for the wrestling business and what you got out of that promo from Raw, if anything. Well, look, this it was the first time in a while that I was interested to see a Raw. Now, I'm not saying Raw was very good, but when I was texting you, I, I told you that the differences between an AEW show and a WWE show, they make sure that they have stars come out on the screen every hour on the hour. They started with Randy Orton. They had Cody come out at the 9 o'clock hour. They had Seth come out at the 10 o'clock hour. And they had CM Punk to finish the show. Compare that to like an AEW show where you just have random... They have a tournament that nobody cares about right now. That's what they got going on. Nobody cares about. I'm sorry. Nobody. Nobody in the world. I won't say nobody. I'm going to say a very small minority of wrestling fans care about this tournament that they got going. So those are the two differences. Now, as far as what it means to the wrestling... I mean... It just means that WWE is the best company currently going. They have all the major guys that you would want, except for one. There's one guy that AW has 
And if they ever lose him, it's all over. It's all over. They might as well close the doors. Right now, WWE has them almost buried. Like, it's a buried alive match. And they have, like, one finger sticking out, as far as I'm concerned. And if something happens to MJF, like, if he decides to leave, they've lost the buried alive match. They're completely buried. They're going six feet under. That's kind of the way I look at it. Let me see if Robert yeah. agrees with you. Robert, do you think this has that type of ramification for the wrestling business as a whole, that... This is basically a huge blow for AEW and one step closer to maybe putting them away. Oh, okay. Um, sure, well, I'll, I'll get to that. I just want to give my general thoughts on his return first, um, including some of my thoughts of Seth Rollins' uh, reaction to his return. I don't know if you guys oh, saw yeah. the video. Of course. There, there were a lot you of know. videos of, okay. Yeah. Yeah, everybody saw uh, that. That's what he was referring to in his promo too, that the one guy that wasn't welcoming yeah. him back with open arms. Okay, so you yeah. asked earlier that if we think that uh, this return would will actually work out like as compared to his previous ones in AEW. I'm not 100% sure, but I am a little more confident in this return working out as opposed to when he returned in AEW. Trust me, I'm not an AEW hater, but I will say that I, I do believe WWE has more structure than AEW. So that's why I'm more confident in his return in, in, in WWE as opposed to AEW. This opens up uh, several new possibilities, especially Seth Rollins. Now, um, quick thoughts on Seth Rollins' reaction. Uh, it it seemed very <laughs> genuine, I would say. Um, no, it didn't. There, there was a lot. There was a there was a lot of you know discussion as to whether it was a work or not. I I think it is, but I have it's to say, work. but but I, okay, tr true. I, I think so too. However, the fact that it was even a discussion makes me want to say, like, I have to give a lot of props to Seth Rollins because he really sold it. Like, oh, wow. I, th I, th I think he really did, personally. And uh, that's just <laughs> one possibility, that, you know, a Seth Rollins feud would be really cool. Every new superstar comes in has to feud with Seth Rollins right off well, the bat, huh? Because it just makes I mean, sense. Okay, it's okay. But, it's fine. Okay. It's, it's fine. It's <laughs> yeah, as good yeah. as anything. But we, we, I'm not too a... excited for a Seth Rollins feud, personally. It's okay. I'll watch it, but I don't think it's that earth-shattering. Well, about a, like a month or two ago, we recorded an episode discussing the rankings, the PW whatever um, top 50 yeah. wrestlers, and he, he was ranked number one. Now the so-called best in the world has returned. I think the story right there writes itself. The best in the world versus the number one ranked wrestler, supposedly. If they have real heat, that just makes it even more intriguing. They have um, real heat. And I, I think they can make it work. I believe they can be professional enough to make it work because let's take Seth Rollins, for example. From what I've heard, he had real beef with Matt Riddle, but they still made it work. They had a match at, I think it was Clash at the Castle or something. And that was one of my favorite matches of that event. So I know Seth Rollins could pull it off. And oh, yeah. as for CM Punk, we didn't know it at the time, but he had beef with Hangman Adam Page, right? We didn't really know about it until much later, but we, we did find out about it eventually, and they, they made it work. So I'm confident if there was legitimate beef between them, they can still make this work. So there's that, and that's just one view that they can use. There's plenty of possibilities that WWE can make with CM Punk's return to kind of like destroy the competition, mainly AEW. That being said, I think... Given the, all the history with CM Punk, they really wanted to get him to like bury AEW, I believe. If there was no AEW, I think it would have been less likely that they would have gotten CM Punk back. 
That was exactly yeah. the point I was going to make. Exactly. I was going to say that without AEW, this would have never, ever happened. Because WWE had just as much a chance to pull CM Punk back in, uh, what was it, 2020? When he went to AEW, he was a free agent. WWE had zero interest. I think this is a disaster for AEW in another way that Tony Khan, when he fired him, with such bravado that I think he's like, no one will ever hire you. WWE will never take you back. You're fucking fired. They should have just sat on him. They could have just sat on his contract and just not put him on the show, but not really let him go to WWE. The fact that they fired him and let him become a free agent. And it's going to work out, it seems like. I think the reason it's going to work out is because another addition to my point that this would have never happened without AEW is that CM Punk was there and he saw that it was so bad that <laughs> now he's willing to play ball with WWE. He's like, damn it, it's not the ideal, but fuck, if it's the only place other than AEW, I guess I'll go there, I'll play ball, as long as they don't make me look too horrible, as long as they don't make my character look too weak, I guess it's fine. The only question to me has always been what happens to these stars once management wants to put them back into the mid-card and they might not want to. Like, I could use extreme examples like Kofi Kingston, who was a former WWE champion. Now he's doing jobs on a tag team, whatever that was, the other night on Raw that they lost to Diamond Mine, I think. And then, you know, there's other ones like The Miz. He's in the mid-card. You know, you have, sometimes you have to take a back seat. Yeah, we'll let you re main event WrestleMania, but... Maybe not every year. Maybe this year he might because it's brand new and it's it's cool to have him back. And then I think it's good for them to have a, a superstar back in the mix. Like, why not? Why wouldn't you want to have more stars? It's just good. It just makes for more marquee matchups, more ideas for WrestleMania, which I'll get from you in a minute. I'll ask you guys for possible WrestleMania matchups with Punk in the mix now. Overall, yes, this is a disaster for AEW. I think they didn't think he would go to WWE. Like Vlad said, if they lose Max too... If they lose MJF and their dynamite ratings fall below like 700,000, like they should at least try to hope to stay around 700,000. If they start falling to like 500,000 for dynamites, two, 300,000 for collisions, it's, it's going to be like, why are we even doing this? Like, yeah, we're spending a lot of money, but you could put on like a children's cartoon. It'll probably get more ratings than that. You know what I mean? So... This is like one step towards completely burying AEW. They're kind of close. If they pull Max away from them, they will basically have nothing. They'll be an indie show, and nothing. there there will be a lot of people who will lose enough interest that could make people start wondering if this company is going to even survive. I think this is bad. They should have made it work out with Punk, and this all shows like, yeah, they just couldn't be mature. They've got a bunch of uh, immature kind of, I don't want to say children, they're grown-ups, but they act kind of immature they just can't work together put their differences aside and just make money you know do what's best for yourself and the company they well, couldn't do it well I, I just want to say real quick it's a horrible look because it's now the second guy that's left their company yeah cody too and and it's just the two biggest stars that they've ever had and now they're the two biggest stars in wwe which and is now really... they're the two biggest stars in the wwe which is yeah. outrageous for them it's it's a horrific Horrific turn of events. The Cody thing is probably even worse because he was an EVP. He was a founder of the company. Punk wasn't a founder of the company, so it wasn't... But it's still bad. It's still really bad. The Cody thing is, like, the all-time bad because, like I say, one of the, what, three, four people that founded the company, and he's like, you know what? I don't care about being an EVP. I don't care. This place is a disaster zone. I'm headed somewhere else, and I'm headed back to WWE. And you know how he was treated in WWE, or how he said he was treated in WWE. So you know how bad AEW must be for all these guys to going back to WWE. 
Yes, that's, exactly. Exactly. That's the, totally that's agree. The only, that's the only takeaway you could have because all these guys, all they talked about is how they wanted the freedom. They wanted this. They didn't want to be under WWE's thumb. And the first thing they do after a couple of years of having this type of freedom, they realize it's not all it's cut out to be because of the other people that you're working with. They're not like-minded. Punk and Cody are, are a little bit old, old school. I mean, at least in the sense of how they think of wrestling. And they're not in the indie mindset that most of these guys are. They think of it as, as a, supposed to be a rational business. Yeah, you know, the, logic, the AEW show angles. is so unrealistic. There's so many kickouts out of finishing moves that kill the show for the rest of the guys. I mean, there's so many uh, things, but yeah, that's one example, sure. Yeah, and I just think that people, once they're a part of this, they're like, man, this is so chaotic. There's no direction, really. And yeah, Tony Khan is friends with a lot of the guys who don't really want to work on making the show more coherent. They just want, you know, whatever chaos and real glass, apparently, and Primeer River, if, if you don't like real glass. Well, <laughs> but well, uh... the, guys that, the guys that are kind of disappointed me are guys like, well, that's so much. Well, Jericho for sure because he he does know what good wrestling is supposed to be, and definitely and Danielson because Danielson will just let himself be involved in all the dumbest stuff. And now I guess he's part of the creative team, so he's now booking some of this terrible stuff. And it, it, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, so I'm a, a little disappointed in guys like that who should know the difference between good and bad, but are always involved in the bad as well. So. Yeah, but anyways, bottom line, as far as the punk thing, it's very good for WWE, and it's very, very bad for AEW. There's no other way to, you and can't sugarcoat it, you can't do anything else with it, yeah. But I think it also, it's going to work out for WWE and punk, because he knows this is the only place to work now, so he's going to play ball, whatever they yeah. give him. As long as it doesn't make him look super stupid, he'll do it. I think he'll do anything now. He'll just go along well, with I it. I think it's going to work out for that reason as as well as that he's just going to be working with professional guys. Like, it's a professional company. Like, it's not going to be a bunch of children. It's going to be with guys that are pros. Triple H is there. He's going to be working with guys like Seth, with guys like Cody. I'm sure he'll be involved with the, the bloodline. At, at some, I don't want to, you know, I'm a guess. This is all a guess. I'm not, I don't think I'm spoiling anything because I don't know anything. But Well, before, before I get some predictions yeah. from you guys yeah. for what you guys think they might have in store for us, for what type of feuds they could have, I will say that I think that CM Punk basically, he no-sold AEW in his promo on Raw, mostly. I mean, he kind of mentioned them in, in a in a roundabout way saying like, this is my home now. So that's kind of saying you guys suck. Yeah. But well, he didn't really, yeah. he didn't mention AEW, didn't mention the, no. the firing or anything like that. WWE, they don't mention AEW either, usually. Yeah. But I don't believe in, in them completely no-selling no, no selling AEW because they do take their stars. Like they'll take anyone who's portrayed as a star in AEW, WWE has been swooping them up like Cody and Jade Cargill and now CM Punk who left the company proclaiming to be the real world heavyweight champion. So they, so they took the champion basically and I'm sure they're interested in Max. I don't think Max is going to go but I'm sure they would take him. They would pay him if he wanted to come but I think Max is going to stay. But I do think WWE is, is taking people from AEW who they think are doing a good job. So I don't think they're completely like not watching and saying like, oh, it's completely worthless garbage, like the way they, well, they're portraying. Well, well, hold on. They've taken two guys that are obvious stars. They've taken 
and they know and they know them. They have history with them. So they Jade too. She's TBS champion. Yeah, for a long is, stretch. Sure, but Jade is still like they're training her. This is right. more of like that's more of a thing like that she hasn't actually been but she was portrayed to be a star on that show so i think that means something to wwe that seems like well, it's meaning something to them that's why they took her that's more of a potential <laughs> thing because they see that she looks like a star she's built like a real athlete she just looks legit but i think there was an article just recently that like she's quite behind on like her wrestling ability and I think Triple H oh, said I, this. I always thought that when she was still in uh, AEW. That yeah, um, everybody knew this. This is not news. Yeah, so yeah, so that's like. <laughs> yeah, no, this I, is I obvious. Knew. But I think there was a problem as far as like, <laughs> I think they start to beg the question of like, what type of training was there in AEW? And I think the answer is not very good one. Not very concise training, that's for sure. But yes, the J thing is more of a potential thing. Like you have like a future draft pick type of thing. The Cody and Punk thing are like, hey, these are stars that you need to produce like right away. So if I, but I do think if there's anyone that performs well in AEW, I think WWE is watching and they will swoop you up if you do. Like Ricky Starks is probably ready to go if he wanted to. I I think Um, Ricky Starks is is definitely a guy that they're interested in, and I know him and Cody are really close. There's something to that. For sure. But AEW is not completely worthless. Like, the people who say, oh, this is like a death nail, the company's over. I'm just saying, like, you can go there and still try to put your best foot forward, and it might lead to something. So, I mean, as long as MJF is still there, they're not completely buried. Yeah, I get, exactly. And that's the point I made. They have, they're, they're close, but they're not completely buried. Exactly. I agree. All right, well, we'll get some more MJF talk uh, in another segment we're going to record later. We'll talk about Dynamite and such. But before we move on from CM Punk and the big dramatic return, surprise return, let's get some predictions or what you would like to see at WrestleMania now. Now that we have Punk in the mix, I guess we have the World Heavyweight title and the Universal title. So I guess you could put somebody against Roman and then someone else in the other night for the World Heavyweight title. What are you thinking? I'll start with Robert. You got any ideas? Well, I, I've heard rumors or I've read rumors that they're trying to plan for a WrestleMania. They're trying to plan CM Punk versus Stone Cold. I did hear that too. I guess so, that would trump any type of world heavyweight like, title yeah, match. Like who care who cares about the title? It's CM Punk versus Stone Cold. Yeah, um absolutely. That that yeah, I would take that over him versus any champion. <laughs> so I, I I hope they go through with that. Uh, Hopefully that's Seems like a real possibility rumor. since yeah, we I mean, did see Kevin cause, Owens cause, last year yeah, Stone, against Stone, Stone Cold. Cold uh, it, there was Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. So, you know, it can happen. I'm looking forward to that. If not Stone Cold, uh, I think I would probably rather see him fight Seth Rollins instead of Roman Reigns just because I, I don't think there's no way Roman Reigns loses to CM Punk. I agree. I don't think that's a, a possible outcome. That's the matchup. Whereas if he fought Seth Rollins, he could win that. But he's definitely not taking the belt off of Roman. I don't see that happening. So to me, him versus Seth would be the more intriguing matchup. Well, Vlad, you got any ideas? What are you thinking here? You want to book this WrestleMania? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to put on uh, my... The wrestling expert. Uh, I'm going to drink my water and spit it out. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I think the Stone Cold thing would be great. I think obviously that would make it worth watching for sure. The last Stone Cold match with Kevin Owens was really entertaining. So that was really good. And I think it would have to be a similar type match. Again, I don't think Steve Austin could take 
crazy bumps. Like I would have to be like some sort of like no DQ type of match that he had with Kevin Owens, like, you know, falls count anywhere type of thing. That will sell tickets for sure. I mean, that's two big names and, you know, they have a little bit of history and it would be good. The other thing I would like to see, I just like to see him work with Cody. I don't know how they would go about doing that right now, but I would like to see him work with Cody. Now, on the other hand, though, we want Cody to fight Roman for the title. So I think the best option is the first option in that case, because leave Cody for Roman and have Punk fight Stone Cold. And I guess option B would be Seth, the other title, the world title. There's too much momentum with, you would think, the Cody and Roman thing still happening. I mean, the fact that Cody already announced himself with the Royal Rumble, you would think that it's that's the direction they're going. Now, of course, they could throw us off, as they have many times with the Cody thing, so we don't know. Now, also, I wonder if, also if The Rock is going to get involved with this WrestleMania this coming. I mean, there's so many different yep. scenarios. That's I, another possibility. I mean, it's going to be a star riddle show either way you look at it, but it, there's a lot of different options that they could use. Now, I know we talked before about a a Roman and Rock match and how there'd be some interest, but there wouldn't be a lot of interest just because nobody thinks that The Rock would win and actually take the title from Roman. So I don't know which direction to go on that. I still think the best option would be just a Roman-Cody rematch. That's, to me, the best way to go as far as Roman's role for Punk. I think, yeah, Austin is the best thing. That's the best thing he could do. It's like the time he fought The Undertaker at WrestleMania. That was pretty much the main event. Who cared about anything else? I can't remember anything else from that WrestleMania except... <laughs> the fact that Steampunk fought the Undertaker. So that really would be the showcase. That would be my first choice too, if they could pull that off. Other than that, let me try to think. And what I think is going to happen, if Rock and Roman are going to do their thing, then I think Cody's going to fight Seth. But if that's not going to happen, then I guess they're going to do Cody against Roman again, and then CM Punk could fight Seth. Unless Stone Cold's involved, then I don't know who the hell Seth is going to fight. My gut says it's going to be Punk and Seth, though, since they did all that hullabaloo. And That's true. I think, but I, I think I th somehow they're going to end up together and then Roman and Cody. That's my guess. I don't think The Rock is going to do it. They think about it. They can't really figure yeah. anything out for it. It's, that, that will work yeah, for everybody. What, what, what yeah. could they do? I mean, I don't think The Rock wants to just go in there and lose. And he's not going to win either, so I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, look, Vlad, you've been saying that Cody's going to come through and win that rematch. I've been doubting that. I think if, yes. if Roman and Cody fight again, I think Roman's going to win again. <laughs> no, I, I think Cody finishes the story. They can't let so. him lose twice to Roman. That would not So at this WrestleMania, you're saying Cody's going to walk out Universal Champion and CM Punk is going to walk out World Heavyweight Champion. Um, it's possible. Possibly, it's possible. Yeah. It's not a. But the thing is, how soon do they go to the Punk and Rollins thing? Because they still have Royal Rumble. They have another pay per view right before WrestleMania as well. How long can they drag it on? Is kind of the thing. Because oh, right now we know Seth is working with McIntyre. That's probably going to go into the Royal Rumble. So I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things at play here. I'm curious. I, I will admit, this is going to be very interesting how they put this all together. This will actually show Triple H as a good booker or not, in my opinion, how he puts the road to WrestleMania together with the Royal Rumble coming up, then WrestleMania. I think there's a pay-per-view in between as well. I always, I don't, I used to be Elimination Chambers. Yeah, it's still, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways. I think they're having day yeah. one again, January 1st, what I heard. Day, oh, one. day one. Yeah. Oh, and and then the Royal Rumble. Yep, that's but what then, I think. But there's still there's still an event in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, though. I just 
don't remember what it is. I don't know what it is either. I, I know it used to be the elimination team, yeah. but I don't know what the heck. Isn't I don't know what the it is. crown jewel or something like that. Uh, oh, no. you think they might have? Are they going to Saudi Arabia again? They might. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. But, that one I have to look up. Well, anyways, yeah, look, that's... To, but either way, there's a, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things to play here. Now, this is very curious. I think Triple H has done quite well as the booker uh, or as the head of creative, but this will be kind of a real test here, what he comes up with. All right, well, we shall see. That'll be it for this reaction to CM Punk's return. I know it's been a few days, but we record on Fridays. We're not going to just stop everything we're doing and give our reaction to the world. It's not that important. It's just CM fucking Punk. Who gives a fuck? Go back on vacation, <laughs> CM Punk. Go away for eight years again and go do nothing. You're, huh? you're starting to sound like Seth Rollins. <laughs> I don't really, I honestly don't really care that much. Like, it's okay. It's a big wrestling storyline. It's for us. We do a wrestling show, so okay. But if he disappeared again, will anybody really miss him that much? I mean, a little bit, but we'll survive. Without oh, yeah. him, wrestling we'll survive, will go on but... without him. <laughs> But I guess it'll be cool. Hopefully they figure something out to make something nice for us to watch. Like, we've been clamoring for some good, decent wrestling, man. I mean, and this isn't it. I'm sorry. Him showing up and staring at the crowd and showing up and saying, I missed you guys. I love you guys. Like, okay, good. Now let's see something. Tired of these first segments where they don't do anything. They're starting this angle off so slow. I know. They're working towards something really, really big at the end. These guys better finish this angle, man, because I'm so tired of these angles that just start and disappear because these people can't work together or, or they decide I'm just going to take my ball and go home. Then go home then. God damn. Anyways, that's my rant for this. <laughs> All this fucking drama for these people. I don't want to work here. I want to work here. I know you're fired. I'm fired. Fuck you. Did you just do wrestling, please? Anyways, thank you guys for being on the show. We'll come back and we're going to talk more wrestling after this. We'll record some more segments, including our AEW Collision and Dynamite reviews. Come back for that. <sighs> Subscribe to our channel if you want to. If you want to. We're not begging or anything. I'm just saying if you want to subscribe. You I'm not begging. I'm demanding. I'm saying do it. God damn it. God damn it. No, no, no. Be chill, Vlad. Be chill. If they want to subscribe, they I'm can subscribe. I'm the macho man. I can't be chill. <laughs> yeah. I can't be chill. All right. We'll see you guys on the next one.